a true boss is someone who prioritizes their well-being, makes it a lifestyle because that reinforces this ability to say, take courageous action. A podcast hosted by Jody Train, Joe on the Mic, Leader Talk, tackles various leadership strategies that cover self-development, self-leadership, including spiritual and physical health of leaders. This podcast will feature guests ranging from military leaders, thought leaders, health and nutrition leaders, spiritual leaders, nonprofit leaders, and many more. All right, guys, we are back on our next episode, and I'm so glad to have Jocelyn Toll on, and she's going to be bringing us some aspects about being a boss, a real boss, not not just like, I I think I'm a boss, but she's going to give us some tools and tips about what it what it means to actually be a boss of your life. I mean, not just business, but boss of your life. So let me introduce her real quick. Uh, Jocelyn is a bicultural. See, I told you I was going to mess it up. A bicultural Latina on a mission to empower professionals to integrate health as light as a lifestyle, and, and not just a, a a meal plan in and of itself. After overcoming stress imbalances while working at a Silicon Valley startup and applying her integrative nutritional health coaching education, she became a health lifestyle coach. That's what I'm talking about to help others to overcome the frustration and fatigue from unhealthy relationships toxic work environments, and lack of purpose. Her approach emphasizes redefining relationships with food, building mindful eating practices, cultivating a growth mindset to enjoy harmony and balance in their mind and body. Welcome, Jocelyn. How are you doing? Thank you so much, Joe, for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. (laughs) Man, uh, and uh, we were just chatting about being a boss and stuff like that. And uh, I'm going to title, uh, I'm going to title this episode and everybody's going to see it. It's going to be avoid the burnout, become a boss. Ooh, love and, it. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> man, so what, how did you get on this journey of health and wellness? And you're from Costa Rica. So mm-hmm. that's in the story in of itself, but tell us a little bit about something about yourself before we get started and then we'll get into how to be a boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Happy, happy to share. So to share part of me of that I'm very proud of is yes, I am a Latina, born in Costa Rica, moved my family, we moved to the States when I was 12. And, and I grew up in a very um, culturally diverse household where my mom is from Peru, my dad's from the States, and I was again born in Costa Rica. So it's like, I, I'm a representation, I'd like to say, of the Americas, where I grew up in Central America, but have heritage of um, South America, and of course, I've lived now in the United States and North America for a long time. <laughs> Super awesome. Yes, and I think inevitably, honestly, my upbringing, balancing different cultures and, and navigating those waters, like in the, how, in the home and also out when I was at school or, or with friends, inevitably made me someone who loved to question why things are the way they are, you know, where if someone were telling me, well, Justin, that's just how it's done. It's like, but why? <laughs> because I, I already had two cultures that I navigated and saw how lifestyles were different, ways of communication were different, food, of course, is different. And so that, I think from the get-go, just because of my upbringing, I always had this knack for questioning why things are the way they are and 
and always wanted to understand and keep that open mind to say, hey, this is, there's more here than, than meets the eye and keeping that, again, curi- curiosity mindset. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At all times. No, so I mean, I, mean, I get it because uh, when I was in the military, one of the, the, drill, the drill sergeants and the instructors would always tell us, if you don't know something, you better ask somebody. And that one of the biggest things as leaders, what we should all know is that questions are important Mm -hmm. and not to be afraid to ask questions. And sometimes, you know, I I know in the, well, in a Latino culture, sometimes when you ask questions, you'd be like, Hey, you know, what, why, (laughs) why do you keep asking questions? You know, and they might get upset. Like, what are you, you know, what are you trying to do? You know, they're trying to usurp me. But um, from what I can tell from you, you you have a genuine uh, wanting to know about, what it is that you're trying to figure out because you, you want to learn, you want to grow. And mm-hmm. I, I definitely encourage that as leaders, but uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, that's fine. And actually, Joe, I wanted to add to that is definitely, I think with our, with upbringing, with, I was actually raised Catholic. And I think, right. When you question, it can be seen as a way of going in, in contrary or in conflict with questioning, right your mm. uh, say authority or the the leader the person in charge and i've had to i'd say be careful sometimes to make sure that i'm not communicating in that way and instead trying to just come from a different perspective and say okay from a place of understanding right mm. and and coming together in connection and so i i did want to add that because i'd say that, that also influenced a lot with regards to how I am and where I am today as an entrepreneur, someone who is building my own business as a wellness coach, health lifestyle coach, where that led me to start questioning, I'll say my health and what it means to be healthy, what mm-hmm. it means to be actually well. Um, and to share a bit my, about my story is, so growing up, I was very fortunate. I My family was always very conscious about eating well and eating very balanced. So that was good. And then we were also very active. And I think living in a place like Costa Rica, where it's just beautiful year round, you can be outdoors all the time. Jealous. <laughs> yeah. So, so it just, you know, active lifestyle and with, with good eating habits, that was already part of my living. So I was very fortunate that I was raised in that environment. And then what's interesting, so I would say I never really questioned it because it was just part of my routine, part of my life, part of my lifestyle. So it was easy, but I got to a point. So this is now as an adult after college, I was at a point in my life where I felt like I was doing all the right things. I was eating well, again, staying active. Nothing really had changed in that regard. And yet I was noticing that I didn't feel well in the sense of like overall state of well-being, which is, I just noticed that I wasn't as motivated. I was just getting frustrated very easily. I just felt like I wasn't really being myself in the sense of I would snap more at people, more irritated, more irritable. And another very interesting thing that I realized in hindsight was that my posture was very poor, like it was very curved, Mm. even though, again, I would say my physical activity hadn't changed or my diet or anything, but my posture, I just felt like I couldn't stand up straight for whatever reason. 
yeah, it was very odd. And again, at the time, I didn't realize what was going on. But at this time, um, it was several things. But what I realized is at this time, I was working at a Silicon Valley startup, very high pressure, fast paced work environment. But not only that, um, at this time, I'd also been in a long term relationship. And I realized that it was that there was things beyond, again, my diet and exercise that were influencing my, my health and my well-being. And it was a combination of the work environment that I was in that was not what I was accustomed to in terms of the level of pressure and pace, but even more so than that was this relationship that was un very unhealthy and it was impacting just my motivation to even really push myself at work and and right and do things that I really enjoyed. And it was making me doubt myself and which was very, in a way, confusing because I always felt very sure about myself and my, again, my habits and my routine. And yet there was this part of my life, this relationship that was really kind of clouding everything else. It got to a point where after months I realized, hey, I think I'll, I'll take a pause here and say that, I don't know, call it divine, you know, intervention or whatnot, but it's so interesting because at this time too, when there were just things were not going well, I wasn't feeling good is I also came across this book mm -hmm. called Idiot's Guide for Ayurveda. And I don't know, Joe, do you know what Ayurveda is? Or should no, I no, explain? no. Yeah, yeah, you might want to. Okay. So Ayurveda is the world's oldest health system based in from stemming from India. Mm -hmm. And it's a practice that does combine a sister science like yoga and all these other um, practices that combine mind, body, health. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yoga, we think of as a, as a separate thing, but it's all part of actually Ayurveda and which is a much bigger again, okay. health medicine practice. And so I came across this book that to me just made so much sense. And what I mean by that is just, I felt like you didn't, it doesn't matter your education level, your background, whatever. It just felt like I grabbed this book and how it talked about your overall mind, body, soul, all that, how it talked about it. It just made sense. And like anyone could understand it. Hmm. And so that I think inevitably, like in my subconscious was kind of influencing and helping me connect the dots as to what was impacting my health and my well-being. Because again, I felt like I was doing all the right things with my food and my diet, but with this book, it also helped kind of awaken and enlightening, you know, give that little, I'd say nudge to say, well, what about your mind? What about your emotions? What about you, you as a person, your soul? And that I think inevitably helped me subconsciously kind of realize, oh, it's not just about what I eat and how I work out. It's about your work relationships and all these other factors. And so, and, and I got to a point where I said, I, I can't be in this relationship anymore. And I ended it. And honestly, Joe, what is remarkable is that in a very, I'll say obvious or tangible way, not just mentally how I felt my, my vision kind of clear up, but wow. also I just, my posture literally in the succeeding like weeks started to just straighten more. 
And it was interesting because to me, that was an indication of, huh, the weight of this emotion that I was feeling that was like dragging me down and like really just weighing on me was like a physical manifestation in my posture. And, and then, and now I felt like I could literally stand up a little better and straighter. And it wasn't like right away, but it was, you know, as the weeks progressed and I mean, I just felt like, wow, I feel like my chest is open. Like I can actually stand up straight. That is, I'd say my story too, like my wake up call as to literally mind body connection and such a physical manifestation of it. And for me, then how I've taken that to say is that for all of us, you know, for me, it was, and I notice it when I get very stressed or I'm overwhelmed, or there's an emotion that's really weighing on me, mm-hmm. something that's really worrying me, it, it does, it, yeah. it impacts my posture, <laughs> I've noticed. And so that's mm-hmm. my body response. But for others, it could be a gut thing where they get indigestion, right? And it just, that's, they're starting to deal with that recently, but they're not sure why. And so it, it there is, our body sends us signals and sometimes we don't know what it is but there's the dots out there that you, once we are listening and we start connecting the dots, um, we can really understand all of it, right? The, all the mind body connection and how it all relates. All right, folks, time for a sponsor break. Hey guys, have you ever wanted to start your own podcast? Well, here's your opportunity. If you have a kingdom mindset and you've been struggling to just start your podcast, Again, here is your opportunity. We're gonna be conducting a five-day challenge. We're calling it Your Voice Matters Challenge. And we want you to join us because we're gonna have experts, podcast experts coming on to teach you how to start your podcast. And look, we're gonna help you get over the tech. We're gonna help you to find your message, to find your audience, and build your podcast from scratch with little to no money out of your pocket. So join us on the five-day free podcast challenge because your voice matters. We want you there. We start on 27 June, 27 June. Join us again. Look, we're going to take out all the jitters. We're going to take out all the fears so you can have your podcast and be effective and share with your audience your passion. Join us. Use the link below, use the link below, and come on in. Bye-bye. All right, back to our episode. I mean, that that is that is so true because a lot of times uh, people, like you said, we focus on one aspect of our life and we think that we should be living more productively because we got one aspect in check. You know, we think everything's straight. But then we're like, well, why, why aren't I flourishing overall why do i feel down why do i feel lack of energy why do i feel lack of focus well it's because the, in in life uh, there's like you said there's a balance so there's a spirit body and mind you know all these these things have to coincide i mean we were created that way yeah you know god god divinely created us with a body we didn't have it right we have our mind we have our spirit that's why we like in like the Catholic faith or in Christianity, there's the Holy Trinity. Well, the Holy Trinity is your mind, body, and spirit as well that God has given us. And if we're out of balance in one of those areas, we're going to feel off, mm-hmm. you know? And like you said, the, uh, the stressors of that imbalance can be, like you said, digestive problems. Mm-hmm. And some people, it might be skin conditions. 
yes. and, and other people it just might be like you said uh they're you, you feel like you're hunched like hunched over uh back pains or whatever the case may be but your body and i forgot what it's called it's like a uh, bio something feedback or something i can't i can't remember the, the, the terminology uh but it, your body gives you signals mm -hmm. and sometimes uh, uh like with my wife she went through a whole phase so it was like almost 10 years 10 plus years mm -hmm. uh she experienced depression all kinds of other things like that well it was because it, her body was reacting to some of the things that she was taking in mm -hmm. and so and she didn't know so she had to go seek a doctor. Uh, we found a Christian doctor that, that dealt with holistic approach to medicine and he helped her out. So now she she's off the pain pills. She doesn't have depression. She doesn't have anxiety. She doesn't have Crohn's disease. Like all these doctors were saying, it was just a symptom of something else causing those things to react. Her body was reacting to it. Mm -hmm. So no, it makes, it makes a whole lot of sense. So, but I, I, I would love for you to tell our folks uh, more about your your boss acronym and how to be a boss and how you transform to now you're living a more full life now that you've made this, this discovery mm -hmm. that it's not just about the food it's about all the other things yes yeah i'd be happy to share so i'll tell you a little backstory to how this came about so this was many years ago now three years or so where i was so uh, the job that i was working at I was very much customer facing and I was the first person people would see when they'd walk into the office space. And it's funny because someone, one of the members, community members came in and he goes, he's like, are you the boss here? <laughs> and I just decided to go with it. I said, yes, I am. And I wasn't, <laughs> I was like, yes, I am. And, and then, okay, that started a whole conversation, but I don't know, Joe, like it made me think about okay, what is a boss, right? Like what, what made someone say that? And, and I don't know, it just sparked this idea, right? When I was talking about curiosity and questioning, I was like, okay, like what makes someone say, yeah, you're a boss, like killing it, crushing it. So yeah. I started to think about what, what does it mean to be a boss? And so when I, when I, in this new understanding of you know, mind, body, soul, all of that that's connected and saying your health is all of that, right? Mm -hmm. And of course, I think there's so much progress that's being made with regards to mental health and, and more awareness to that, which I think is fantastic. Um, but I think there's also a lot of things like within our control that we don't realize um, regarding mindset. But so I was thinking about this concept of a boss and what, what who embodies that or captures that essence of a boss, I came up, I thought of this one day and I realized, you know what? A boss is someone who is brave, someone who's optimistic, someone who is self-confident and someone who is self-aware. And so to me, that became an acronym instead, like B-O-S-S -S now became an acronym to a mindset for someone who feels like, again, that embodies all these things, they're brave, they're being courageous, going after things that scare them, but they do it anyways. There's someone who sees things, you know, has an outlook of life where, hey, even if you don't know the fully the outcome, you trust that things are going to work out in your favor, right? Then the self-awareness is that you have enough, again, you've worked on yourself, you know yourself well enough, you trust 
your skills, your abilities, your intuition to make decisions that are good, not only for you, but for those around you. And then the confidence to say self-confidence of, yes, I again also trust my skills, my abilities, my intuition to make the best decisions and building that and saying, hey, even again, when I don't fully know the outcome to something, I'm going to trust what I know and go for it and give it my all. And so they all feed into each other. And especially, I'd say with self-confidence, which I'm sure, um, perhaps you've talked about this already, but confidence is a skill. Hmm. And I think that's the beauty of it is that confidence, what that means, because it's a skill, it means that it's something that you can work towards and work at and get better at, right? It's not something that just some people are born with. It's something that you can work towards and how that ties with health and wellness is that, right? I'm, I believe that by taking care of yourself, by taking better care of yourself, when you feel very good and and know how to take care of yourself well, right. And make health a lifestyle that builds that confidence because when you know how to take care of yourself, that builds your momentum, your energy, your motivation to do and tackle the other scary things that require you to be brave, right? And take those leaps. So, so that's my definition of a boss and, and how, I, how I believe, again, a true boss, again, is someone who does know, who, who prioritizes their health, their, their well-being, makes it a lifestyle because that reinforces this ability to say, take courageous action, right? Be brave, be optimistic, be self-aware and and be confident. Guys, I hope you guys got that. (laughs) Being brave, that's that's the number one thing and self-confident. And and I think a lot of times people need help in that. And that's why, that's another reason why I'm glad I'm having you on because you're a coach. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we need someone to be a coach in our, in our side to help us build that self-confidence. I mean, I, I'm a coach, I'm a leadership coach, but guess what? I've had coaches. Yeah. You know what? Because there are times when a leader, and and I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you agree with this, a leader needs someone to coach them along. Definitely, know? yes. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, uh, the, one of the, the best leaders that I know have coaches. Mm-hmm. And for them to coach well, they need mentors, they need guidance, they need direction. To, to be that self-aware person that is needed to say, hey, look, I know I'm a weak, I have a weakness in this area and, and I'm going to bring it to my coach and my coach is going to tell me, hey, look, hey, I get you. I understand. These are some of the steps you need to take and I'll hold you accountable so you can grow in that area. And I love one of the things I love that you sent me and you sent this to me. You said transformative leadership requires unwavering commitment to personal development and self-care. Mm-hmm. That is a tremendous statement, and 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 it and it's true, and it's true. Tra- if you want to be transformative in your lifestyle, you got to. This statement that Jocelyn gave me is so important. You have to be unwavering in your commitment for personal development and self care. Mm-hmm. Now, can can you speak to that self care? Because I I can hear somebody out there saying, "Well, self care that's kind of selfish." You know, you got to be the whatever whatever. Can 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 you speak to that person that said that that's kind of like hesitant about going into self-care and why is it so important? Yes, I'd be happy to. So 
First, I think we need to be very conscious of what is self-care versus like what is a routine. And self-care practices can become routine. Mm. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that. But self-care is what I like to say is a mindful activity. So one that you're very conscious about that you have put intention behind to help take better care of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, in one of these many ways. And so let me give an example to, to make it more easier to like capture. So a self-care practice. So someone could say to me, or like for myself, the other day I woke up and I realized I was just feeling a bit anxious for some reason. Um, I woke up a bit anxious and I said to myself, well, something that helps me alleviate anxiety and, you know, learned this through a lot of process, um, trial and error is, okay, meditation. And, but specifically, actually a walking meditation. I said, I know I want to, I, my body's feeling stiff and I'm feeling anxious. So this is going to take care of two things. I'm going to, I can't do like a hit workout right now because that's not going to offer like alleviate the anxiety. I'm just going to be so focused on crushing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Instead, right. Instead I'm thinking, you know what, because that was my, originally I was going to do a hit workout. And then I woke up and I'm like, you know what I most need actually is my mind right now is not in a space that I want it to be. And this is going to influence the rest of my day, but I still want to get a little bit of movement because my body is just a little stiff. So I instead plugged it, got, I have an app search for a walking meditation and did that instead. And when I came back from my walk, when were my, my, my uh, walking meditation, I said, I felt like a new person. <laughs> I was not feeling anxious. My body, like my, my muscles felt relaxed, you know? And, and so I said, okay, great. This took care of it versus, so that, that is a mindful wellness practice. Versus if I had just told myself stuck to a my routine, which my plan was, I'm just going to do my HIIT workout and, you know, pump some iron <laughs> right, and crush it. That would not have had the same results as, again, this walking meditation where I was conscious of what I was doing, my intention. What is my intention behind this? Where if I know that this HIIT workout is not going to serve the intention that I'm looking for, then why would I do that? Right. So it, it becomes actually a mindless kind of activity because you're just doing it for the sake of doing it because there's a schedule. there. <laughs> and of course, that's not to say we don't need routine. We definitely do. But what I like to say is how beautiful when you can get to like a scheduled routine that allows for I'll say flexibility. So like in my, in my case, it's this, of I know that every morning I need to do something for myself, such as like an exercise, uh, meditation, a walk. So I have all these, I'll say like go-to activities, I'll say, or mindful practices. And then I kind of just pick the one that I know is going to serve my intention and that I'm looking for and what I need. And of course, at times I just stick to, I was like, yeah, I'm going to keep my running. I'm going to do my run today, just as I planned. And tomorrow I will do great. But I think it's important for us to reflect back on saying, 
when is this something for self-care and when is this something for just again for the sake of doing it because all right that's what i planned and that's what i said i would do and that i think is the important bit where someone who is self-aware can or has a certain level of self-awareness which takes time of course but with with practices like these and when you ask yourself and you put that the why behind right the intention mm-hmm. you ask yourself why am i doing this then you can really kind of shift sort of your perspective and also again shift what is the actual habit or practice that is really going to most benefit you wow Wow. Mm-hmm. Guys, th- this is gold. This is gold <laughs> right here. I'm serious because uh, for, for, for us as leaders, uh, whether you're in a business, in your personal life, because like, like, like you, felt, you said, heard me say many, many, many times before, if you don't think you're a leader, you are. Because you have to lead yourself when you go to work, right? If you have a job, you have to say, okay, I have to get up at, at such and such time in the morning to make sure I get to my workplace, so I don't get fired. So, you know, it, there, there, there's a leadership aspect. If you're a parent, you're definitely a leader because you're leading your children. If you're in a, in a leadership position at a, at a job, yeah, you're a, you're a leader at that job in a position, but guess what? You're also influencing people by how you behave, how you act, how you take care of yourself, how you take care of others. So there's leadership aspects in that arena. And I, and I love the way, because there's, there's, we can go through routine, but we can make a mindful decision. Be mm-hmm. mindful about our decision-making processes to say, okay, I'm going to go into this meeting. I'm just saying a meeting, like any workplace. <laughs> I'm going to go into the meeting with, uh, with an attitude. Or I know that this, this is going to be an intense meeting. We're going to talk about certain things that are, might be get on people's nerves or whatever or I might bring up a situation in a workplace that we, we really don't feel sensitive about, but I'm gonna go into that meeting with a, with a mindset, being mindful of the sensitivity of the nature of the whatever topics being discussed to bring an inclusive environment. Mm-hmm. So that, that is the difference between being in a routine mindset, we're going into this meeting, whatever, and you go out without any intent to change the atmosphere or you're mindful about the situation. And that's the difference between leadership and just being a, a person just doing whatever and not being in leadership mindset and being a, a change maker, a boss versus mm-hmm. being just another individual there in the room. So I, I, I appreciate that, that, that distinction that you're giving to us because this is also about wellness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, 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 everything, everything revolves around leadership and being mindful because Either you can go and say, look, I'm, I'm going to, I want to change my diet, right? I want to be healthier. So am I going to go down to, uh, to McDonald's for lunch? Or am I going to go to that, that healthier place that I know about that everybody's talked about and say, you know, I'm going to do that 1% change in my life mm-hmm. and be mindful. Say, you know what? The doctor said this, I want to be healthier for my kids. I'm going to listen to Jocelyn when she's telling me this is a lifestyle and not just a routine. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to make a mindful decision to say, I'm going to go to that healthier place and eat something for lunch. And guess what? At the end of the day, you're going to be feeling better, mm-hmm. right? You're going to have more clarity that the brain fog is going to be gone because you made a mindful decision about eating junk food, <laughs> <laughs> which is really, 
now that we know we, there's a lot of we know more about mcdonald's and stuff that that, that food is oh, yeah. really junk food you know maybe back in the day there was real stuff in the food but now <laughs> I don't, we don't know what's in it but it, it's, it's a big difference oh john can i add something that you know i think it's what's so important about mindfulness is that it 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 eliminates, I'll say like pressure. So what I mean by that is that, for example, yes, there's a day because it all happens, right? Where you're like, oh, I could choose to go to this restaurant which everyone has been talking about that has some pretty, you know, looks like much healthier options than like McDonald's, for example. And you're like, oh, I could try the healthy example or I could go to McDonald's. So now if you have that awareness of saying like, I could choose this or that, right? And but I, I want to add to this piece of like, and what if you do choose like, but you know what? Hey, I've been eating very well this whole week. You know what? And I kind of do just want a burger and it'll be okay. You're right. Like, and you're, and, and I think it's saying like, it's all right. Like, okay. McDonald's is one thing, but, or, or just, if you're like, you know what? I just wanted to order in because, you know, I have been, I feel like I, I have been doing very well in terms of my eating habits and okay. Whoops. Today I decided to snack on chips instead of an apple. My bad. But I think it's saying like, but being conscious of that, just saying like you are, you are in control of your actions instead of thinking that you're out of control. No, you are in control. And so I think that's the bit where again, like the self-awareness ties in with again, the self-care and, and right, I think when we're talking about being 1% better is, is exactly that. It's like worry less about being 100% mm. and focus more on being 1% better. Mm. Because so many times we put so much pressure on ourselves to be 100% to say that it is black or white. I 100% only had, I'll say a vegetarian diet this whole week. And that's it. But if I had one day that I slipped up, it's all ruined. You know, I failed. No. Think about them when you first started. Man, I'm actually eating way more vegetables than when I first started. Awesome. That is progress. That's that's what matters. And so, but now you're more aware of it. So then if one day you're like, honestly, I'm just really craving some meat and I just really want a burger. Cause that's happened to me. I was a vegetarian for eight, for eight years. And I was like, yeah, I want a burger. Is that going to mean that I'm no longer vegetarian, not committed to X, Y, Z? No, that's okay. <laughs> so I think it's, it's also the mindfulness piece brings it, again, it ties to intention. What is your intention? If you're saying like, yeah, I want to take better care of myself. And today eating a burger is going to make me very happy instead of making me feel miserable and like, Ugh, I have to eat this. And this is what I, cause this is what I said and what I, well, you know, what's the, what's the beauty in that? How is that healthy? You know, like putting all this pressure on yourself and beating yourself up about it. That's not healthy. Healthy is saying, Hey, I'm conscious of my actions, right? I'm doing okay. One time for me to say like, yes, I want this. Cause I just want to relax and actually spend more time with my family, not cook, cook this giant meal. Instead, I'm just going to order takeout. And we're saying, okay, we're having this instead that's fine. Right? Like that is okay. So just wanted to add that with intention and mindfulness of saying you, you, you are in control. Right. And because that's what I'm most, I want to help people understand is that 
you are in control of your health, of your well-being, and helping people have those tools or resources to make the best decisions for them. Again, to raise that awareness and say, I have a toolkit that I can turn to at any time for to know how to handle or tackle different parts of, of what is going on and feeling confident about that so that they can, again, step into their day feeling confident, feeling great, feeling healthy, and feeling just honestly happy and content about their life and, and their well-being. And, and you know, Jocelyn, before we head out, before we head out, I want to make sure uh, to let, let the audience know where they can reach out to you. And, and I know you got, uh, you have like a little, uh, little uh, examination or assessment yes. out there, but yeah, let them know, let them know where they can reach out and find you, uh, whether it's on a website or Instagram. Yes. So yes, you can find me on Instagram at jocelyn.wellness. And there um, I post on tips and tricks. A lot of it, honestly, it's mindset stuff as we've been talking about and, and offering a new perspective to our health choices and practices to really get, get your, your wheels turning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, you can also find me, I have a website, jocelynwellnessalltogether.com. And on there, I have a free number one wellness habit quiz. So I know Joe, you took it. I saw that. I was like, oh, Joe, just take this quiz. <laughs> and it's really just an, an, a way of helping kind of connect the dots of saying, what are some of the symptoms that you're dealing with? And then what is a, a mindful health practice that could re- make the most difference for you to whether it's because you're dealing with stress or anxiety or just lacking motivation. Um, and, and I do want to add uh, Joe to all the listeners here as an added bonus, I would love to offer anyone listening here a free 30 minute, what I like to call clarity call. And this is really to understand what is the challenge or the obstacle that is keeping you stuck from making progress in your health goals. Um, Because I find that a lot of times, you know, it's like we know how to execute and we are executing, but we're not getting the results we want or we go on these cycles. And so saying what's keeping us stuck and helping them have that breakthrough and say, what is the missing piece and have that clarity. So I just want to offer that to all the listeners here. And you you can book that call via my Instagram, like at jocelyn.wellness, or also via my website, jocelynwellness.com. Wow. Hey, guys, this is super awesome. Uh, I actually took that little assessment, and, and I got some good recommendations from her, you know, and uh, one of the things that she, well, she reminded me of is my artwork, and uh, doing some artwork and stuff like that, and yeah, and, and I appreciate that. Thank you uh, for reminding me of that. Because uh, it does help me to relax, get more mindful, get some clarity. So look, hey, she's already helped me out, and I'm pretty sure <laughs> she can help you guys out. And so get her, get on her free clarity call, talk to her, and see what tools and tips that she can provide you. You know. Um, so Jocelyn, before we head out, do you have any like uh, any last minute tips? Any like something that like a tip that you want to give to them that that's on your heart right now to for our audience? Ooh, yes. Um, I don't know why, but this is very top of mind right now is I want to have one final thing about the difference. There's a difference between someone who's a leader and someone who leads. And a leader has influence because of 
I'll say title, right? A given title versus someone who leads, has influence because of how they are aligned with, you know, their, their, their thoughts are aligned with their actions. And that's their source of influence because people see that. And so I just wanted to offer that as a final thing, because I know you said earlier, like we're all leaders, right? And we are. And I think I just want to offer that because with this boss, you know, concept and this new frame, I'd say it's like, you know, you can lead. And I'd say a boss leads in, in any, in whatever setting they're in because of the alignment that they have between what they say and their actions. And that is what inspires others to move and transform as well. So just wanted to offer that as a final, <laughs> final thing. Ah, that, that's good. And that goes, uh, that, that aligns with what you said uh, earlier, what you mentioned to me about transformative leaders require unwavering commitment to personal development and self-care. Mm-hmm. And if they're, and if they're aligned in those areas, it doesn't matter what their title is. Mm-hmm. They'll yeah. be an influence to all the people around them. That's so amazing. That's so amazing. Yeah. So Jocelyn, oh, thank you so much. Remember jocelynwellness.com or jocelyn.wellness on Instagram and check her out. Do her 30 minute uh, clarity call with her. Get some insights, get in touch with her. She's an amazing individual. She's excited about wellness and uh, you know, she, she exudes it, you know, she exudes wellness and, uh, and, and I'm pretty sure she will be a blessing to you. Hey guys, thank you. And hey, share your comments below. Don't forget to subscribe and like this podcast and like her Instagram as well. Visit her on Instagram and we'll talk to you guys later. God bless you guys. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> the information provided on Leader Talk, Joe Dietrich or guests of the podcast is not intended to prevent, diagnose, treat, or cure any disease. The information provided in the podcast videos show descriptions is for educational purposes only. It is not intended to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological condition. The information provided is not meant to prevent, treat, mitigate, or cure such conditions. The information provided is not medical advice, nor is it designed to replace advice, information, or prescriptions you receive from your health care provider. Consult your health care provider before making any changes to your diet, medication, or lifestyle. Proceed at your own risk. Leader talk. Joe Dietrich and Ricoles Group LLC specifically disclaim any liability, loss, or risk, personal or otherwise, that may in- be incurred as a consequence directly or indirectly of the use and application of any of the content on their YouTube channel, podcasts, websites, books, Facebook pages, or any other content during consulting sessions or speaking engagements. Proceed at your own risk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Thank you.